Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Cody's Car Conundrum Podcast. Today we're tackling the new, the all new, Fiat 500. Indeed. After what has been basically a decade, in fact, more than a decade, something like 12 years, we have finally gotten an all-new Fiat 500. Now, this was unveiled, sort of not really, at the Geneva Auto Show a few weeks back. Although, again, not really, because that show got canceled way late. So, basically, I guess Fiat did their own, like, virtual press reveal or some mess. So, let's get into it. Fiat has officially revealed the all-new 500 which has been reinvented as a modern, purely electric city car without, without, losing, without losing its much-loved retro appeal. The new electric Fiat 500 is now built upon a new platform, making it 2.3 inches longer, or 6 centimeters, 6 centimeters wider, or 2.3 inches, 4 centimeters taller, or 1.6 inches taller, and with an extended wheelbase of 0.8 inches, or 2 centimeters. The new Fiat 500 has not been confirmed for the U.S. at this point, and probably won't be as FCA is still evaluating its potential for the North American market. Well, as a, like a smart competitor for an only electric vehicle, it could work, but you're going to have to fix Fiat, and that's that would take another 15 years to fix the reputation Fiat has in the U.S. right now. Power is provided by a 116-horsepower electric motor and a 42-kilowatt lithium-ion battery, giving the new Fiat 500 a driving range of 199 miles. Not great, but... Given the type of car that it is, a little bit better than the Leaf, which by the way is 320 kilometers, on the WLTP cycle. The new 500 is also fitted with a 85 kilowatt fast charger, allowing it to charge the battery up to 85% in just 35 minutes. Now that, that is really good, because if you just, just go to the bathroom for half an hour and your car will be at 85%. Done! You could scroll through TikTok or Instagram or Facebook for 35 minutes and you'll be done. Fiat's new electric baby can hit 62 miles per hour or 100 kilometers per hour from a standstill in 9 seconds flat. Not great, but oh well. While 0 to 31 miles per hour comes in just 3.1 seconds. <laughs> it's funny. The Viper does 0 to 60 in the same in the same time this car takes to get to 31. That That's funny. But anyway, top speed is limited to 93 miles per hour. Why is it limited? I can't imagine it would go that much faster. Then again, it's not really necessary for an electric 500. There are three driving modes, Normal, Range, and Sherpa, which reduces energy consumption as much as possible in order to ensure the driver can reach their destination set on the navigation system or the nearest charging station. Sherpa mode also limits the power, throttle response, and the top speed down to 50 mph, and even deactivates features like the climate control and heated seats for maximum efficiency. So basically, Sherpa mode should just be called hypermiling, and that, that's what that is. Normal and range modes enable engine braking when you take your foot off the throttle, with the range activating the full one-pedal drive function. God, that sucks. Why do we have the one-pedal drive function? The new Fiat 500 is also the first car in its segment to offer level 2 autonomous driving. The system combines an adaptive cruise control with lane keep assist and a front-facing camera that monitors the surroundings. The interior of the new Fiat 500 features the latest Uconnect 5 infotainment system, which runs through a wide 10.25-inch touchscreen display, featuring a very intuitive UI and offering wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. 
Fiable offer the new 500 in the limited La Prima launch edition, which is available in three colors and features full LED headlights, eco leather upholstery, 17 inch diamond cut alloy wheels, and chrome plated inserts. Just 500 examples of the Fiat 500 La Prima will be available, priced at $42,160 in current exchange rates? Apparently, it's saying like some 37,900 euros. And that's in its home market. Base models are expected to be more affordable, and they kind of have to be. They definitely need to be. That is absolute nonsense. Three one-off special editions from Bulgari, Cartel, and Giorgio Armani. Along with the new 500 La Prima, Fiat has also revealed three special one-off variants that were created with the help of Giorgio Armani, Bulgari, sorry if I got your name wrong, and Cartel, respectively. The three unique models celebrate the launch of the iconic Italian city car and will be offered in a charity auction with all the proceeds to go to one of Leonardo DiCaprio's environmental organizations. The new Fiat 500 EV will be available only in a convertible body style with a sliding fabric top initially, followed by a proper hardtop variant at a later date. Fiat plans to keep the current ICE Power 500 on sale alongside the new electric model for at least two more years. Getting back to the battery, it might interest some of you to know that this new battery is, as perhaps predictably, or as perhaps expected, floor mounted. Apparently the front and rear tracks have also been widened to give the car a stronger personality and greater comfort. The car's signature round headlights have been split between the bumper and the front hood, with the main cluster sitting in the lower portion. Inside also sees some noticeable improvements with a more streamlined dashboard and a cleaner console. The gear shift area has been replaced with storage bins and the gauge cluster is now totally digital. Pre-orders for the new Fiat 500 are already open in Europe, though pricing has yet to be announced. A Fiat Chrysler spokesman told Road & Track the company is currently evaluating the car's potential for the North American market, meaning US availability is still up in the air. Fiat stopped stop selling the standard 500 in America in September 2019. So to see it come back as a niche EV would be pretty great. Speaking of looks, let's talk a little bit more personally about the outside of the new 500. So you're probably wondering what exactly Road & Track meant about the headlights. So imagine the current Fiat 500 headlights, but the top quarter is mounted to the hood. So instead of the headlights looking like eyes in their entirety, you have the lower portion that look like eyes and the top part that look like eyebrows. That That's what's happened. They really have split the top part and made it its own like little DRL thing. Otherwise, it's pretty darn similar to the current Fiat 500. Another, one of the notable differences is that on the top part of the grille, it's not, it doesn't say Fiat anymore, it just says 500. And the lower grille where it's got a really, where it's got a smile, a pretty big smile at that, they've taken I can't imagine that PSA had any influence at the time because they were probably working on this 500 for ages, including the design, but it has a very PSA-looking body color grill insert. I don't know if it's a honeycomb. It's not a honeycomb shape. It's a really weird shape, but it's body color, which reminds me a lot of PSA and some of their hatchbacks. It looks, it's funny because it's, it's almost saying that, you know, why call it 500? Why not just have Fiat on the front bumper? Because it's almost like they're trying to make 500 its own sub-brand. And given how honestly great this new 500 looks, it almost looks like Fiat are like, yeah, let's make the 500 like a luxurious city car and make that some kind of sub-brand. So like Smart, but luxurious. So sort of like the Brabus Smarts, but that's the that's the 500's entire stick. I need to get to the interior right now. Even the rear tail lights are pretty, pretty, well, they're relatively similar to the ones we've got going on right now. The only, one of the important difference is that there's, 
the like that that weird body color bit in the middle of the current 500 taillight is gone. It's just an, it's just taillight now. It's it's almost like Fiat decided. It's almost like they looked at the Aston Martin Signet, if you remember that car, and you're like, yeah, you see how stupid Aston Martin were when they made the Signet? Let's do that, except probably to be successful. And then they made a $42,000 Fiat 500 and just kind of screwed it over. I need the whole interior. Yeah, so the interior actually looks like a huge step up from the old 500, like really, materials, quality, fit and finish, a massive step up from the old 500. I'm really... I'm, I'm happy, actually. I'm really happy with it. I'm quite impressed. It looks surprisingly luxurious. You know, say what you will about FCA. And, even, and say what you will about Fiat, even. But FCA, we'll get to Fiat in a bit, but FCA know how to make interiors. They really do. And this new 500 continues that trend of them making brilliant interiors. Now let's just hope that this 500 is built better than the current one. And it's It won't be a big enough step to fixing Fiat's reputation, but it'll be a start. It'll definitely be a start, and hopefully with PSA uh, jumping on board once again, that will just help FCA with their glow up, to put it like, to put it like a Gen Zoomer. <laughs> yeah, I really like that new interior. It's it's just it's it's simple, but it's really elegant. It's really really good looking. I just hope we don't get so many um, so many special editions. I mean, we've kind of already it's already started, so I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying, but. That's the one thing I got sick of the most on the old 500 was just how many special editions there were. Unfortunately, though, with some of the images I'm seeing, it's looking like that this car is... It's still kind of a fashion statement rather than a car. A little unfortunate, but it still it still looks great. It's just too expensive, though. 42000 Like A Tesla Model 3 is, isn't... I'm pretty sure that's less than that. And that's not a good thing. You know you're doing something really, really wrong when a, a, like a mid-sized sedan like that that has more range, probably just about the same at the at its cheapest level, but has about the same range and is full size, more comfortable, has, is cheaper than a tiny city car. That is not a good thing. You should, man, I wish you guys could see some of these special editions though. The interiors are wild. It's unfortunate that they won't do it for, or do anything like this for prop for the production, or sorry, for normal run 500s, but man, these interiors are that. <laughs> They're kind of radical. The Armani one's probably the best looking. That looks so good. By the way, the gear selector is now just PRNDL buttons. So not a not a selector like a most FCA model. It's just buttons. Dang, that's for interiors. That is impressive. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed though. That's a Fiat 500. I've got a lot more cars to do, unfortunately for me. Uh, hopefully these things get you know things get back on track this year because. You know, everything's getting canceled and pushed back, and I just found out that Pikes Peak got pushed back to August 30th, which might <laughs> might make it a very busy few days for me in August this year. I don't know. But anyway, hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you do subscribe on YouTube, hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen on the road and you don't have or don't want the Podbean app, boot up Spotify. I'm on Spotify, Cody's Car Conundrum, before you set off, and then have fun listening to me talk about whatever it is. Anyway, I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. 
Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more Full Throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.